This changes everything. In the last week, we've gotten not one, but two huge reveals around some of the future of Star Wars. And each is bringing something really unique to the Star Wars galaxy. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. We've got two big Star Wars reveals that has been happening. Like we were talking about last week, in the midst of the writers and actors strikes, there is a lot of discussion going on around more of the specifics on projects we either haven't heard much from in a while, like Sean Levy's Star Wars project, or ones that are changing entirely, which we'll get to in the later half of the episode. Starting off, I want to talk about a project we've heard rumblings on for years now. Mm -hmm. Basically, ever since Taika Waititi directed The Mandalorian, mm. we've heard rumblings about him having a Star Wars project. Mm -hmm. But it seems that we're not getting that anymore. <laughs> Basically, there is, quote, a Hollywood scooper named Daniel RPK. They have this whole system that you just subscribe to their Patreon for $2 a month, and they give you all the details on some Hollywood scoops. Apparently, they're reporting that Taika Waititi's movie, The Galaxy Far, Far Away, is officially dead. And this is, um, I think this is kind of surprising. Yeah, we've done a lot of, um, like, thinking about what this movie would be like and um, just kind of thinking about him as a director for Star Wars and, mm -hmm. and it's a movie or is it a movie or show? It'd be a movie. movie. I have to say I'm not surprised. <laughs> Apparently he has always been somewhat disrupted around it or has gone uh, back and forth around what he exactly wants to or has been too busy on other projects to really get anything further along on his Star Wars project. But now, according to this, there's a couple things. One, he's got a movie coming out November 17th called Next Goal Wins and also has been working around a lot of different TV shows and some other movies. He He's very busy. Like, has got the guy's got a lot going on, mm -hmm. yeah. and that could be part of it. I just think it's strange that it's reporting that it's officially dead because mm. everything that we've heard from Taika Waititi's Star Wars project is that it's still alive, that mm. it's still going to happen someday when he finds the time to do it someday. Yeah, but isn't that the story? Like that's kind of what we heard. All of the other with ones, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is just the beginning of the end, sort of thing mm -hmm. for these. Which I think is disappointing. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, he did have a little bit of a, a misstep when you look at the Thor movies, mostly Thor: Love and Thunder. But there's variety of reasons why that could have gone wrong and I don't think it's necessarily to do with Taika Waititi. Mm. I think Taika is a very talented and creative director and I, I really like basically everything he's done. Jojo Rabbit mm -hmm. all the way to what we do in the shadows to I think it's Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm -hmm. Everything he's done like I've really enjoyed and he's done really well for himself and the variety of projects he's done. Everything mm -hmm. from TV to movies, and he has done some Star Wars projects. Mm -hmm. He directed the episode where he basically kills himself in Mando, uh, ID-11, when ID-11 self-destructs, mm -hmm. that was directed by Taika Waititi. So I think this is uh, a big hit mm -hmm. for things, but I do want to I want to talk about why do you think that they're just canceling it versus just letting it 
kind of simmer on the back burner. It is interesting because this isn't a show. This is a movie. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're really wanting to hold on to these movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but why I think they would do that, honestly, it sounds like it's not been moving at mm-hmm. all. It sounds like it's not going to be done anytime soon. So yeah. it's probably just one of those where it's like, you were kind of edging off the cliff anyway, so we're just going to boot you off early sort yeah. of thing. It, it almost seems like he has been like, okay, yep, I'm moving it, I'm moving it. Like you said, they are very much gung-ho on the idea of more Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. They want the Star Wars movies, they need the Star Wars movies. While the TV shows are great, they don't make money, at least in a clear way. Yeah. Because... <laughs> If someone subscribes at the same time that Mandalorian Season 3 comes out or Ahsoka comes out, doesn't necessarily mean they're subscribing to Disney Plus to watch Mando Season 3 or Ahsoka. It just means that they subscribed at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really categorize. But with the movie, people are buying the movie ticket and it's directly going towards that project. And with Lucasfilm really on the ropes with their recent reveals and uh, releases like Indiana Jones and just the variety of projects that they've done not necessarily hitting the mark when it comes to that box office, this is something that they are very aware of. Mm, so yeah, surprising. There was a rumor that he Taika Waititi's movie was going to be a droids movie. That's kind of what I was thinking it was yeah. going to be. Which I think would, uh, I mean... I think it would be a perfect spot mm-hmm. or a perfect kind of movie for Taika Waititi to do. But why would you release that with such a large gap in between movies? Mm. Why would you go from no Star Wars movies to the Ray Star Wars movie to the Dave Filoni Star Wars movie to uh, the James Mangold Star Wars movie to the Droid Star Wars movie? Yeah, it's true. It's an odd fit. Like, why would you use that that gap? Mm -hmm. Why would you use that release cycle for a droids movie when it definitely seems like that would be more fitting for a TV series? It's true. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why it's dead. Like, maybe it's dead as a movie, but maybe not. It's not dead as a show. That that is something that I think would be interesting. What are your thoughts on? Again, we saw this with Obi Wan and how poorly that went. But the idea of a Star Wars movie getting turned into a TV show, because when you think about it, hmm. it's like. It's the opposite effect mm-hmm. of the whole idea of a book getting turned into a movie. It's kind of true. It is true. Yeah. So much hmm. you have to condense down into a two hour spectrum. Mm-hmm. With a movie, you only have two and a half hours. You have three acts in that two and a half hour. You can't just like slice it and turn the first hour into two episodes. It's true. But maybe you can. I doubt it with yeah. what Obi-Wan ended up being. That's true. But I, fe- I would have more hope of expanding something than Mm -hmm. trying to shove this expanded thing into two hours you know i don't know man you don't know yeah i think if there's anyone to turn a movie into a tv show it is taika patiti considering his vast experience with tv shows now yeah with what we do in the shadows being a tv show with um i think there's a few projects on hulu that he's done and our flag means death our flag means death which is coming in to, for a second season here mm-hmm. soon. And yeah, like he's got a lot of experience on the TV side of things. Like 
he's well known and well experienced with Star Wars now. I think if they don't bring him into a Star Wars project, I would be very surprised. Mm. Unless he's just already done it, you know, mm-hmm. like with Mandalorian. That is the case with him. Like he's done some the variety of things that he's mm-hmm. done. I guess that is fair. Yeah. But what do you think? Like what what are we going to have to look forward to with Star Wars projects? I think when when Taika Waititi's Star Wars project was announced, it was a very different place for Star Wars. It was a very different perspective mm-hmm. on the Star Wars galaxy. Like mm-hmm. there was more of the idea of we're going to fill in the gaps. We're going to tell a variety of stories in the Star Wars galaxy. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like, well, we're going to tell three Star Wars galaxy stories or it's going to be these specific points or it's going to be this and not that. Yeah. It's almost like we're coming into an a- another age of Star Wars yeah. where it's like we're not expanding anymore. In fact, we're just going to take these three lines that we have, which is the Skywalkers, the Mandalorian. <laughs> And Clone Wars, I guess. Or just the past. The past. The general past. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we're just going to run with that and that's, let's not, let's not expand. Like, let's mm-hmm. just stick here. It's less so about exploring different parts of the galaxy than like this. We're going to expand on this era. Mm-hmm. We're going to expand on Andor, but Andor is going to lead up to Rogue One. Or I, I guess they are kind of doing their own new era with, I mean, they are doing their own new era with the Ray Star Wars project. Mm-hmm. That is going to be mm-hmm. the beginning of a new era for Star Wars. Yeah. And then you've got the James Mangold. Yeah. Way Dawn yeah. of the Jedi era. Yeah. Which is so far beyond what anyone else is doing <laughs> that it is, it's basically its own Star Wars. Like, yeah. it's not even. It's barely even Star Wars. It's yeah. like, we're just. We're on a whole new frontier with that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think it's very interesting to look at what Taika Waititi's Star Wars project was mm-hmm. and kind of like why he's stepping away, which I think is it's fair for him mm-hmm. to want to do other things. And if they do want released Star Wars projects sometime soon, past the writer strikes, of course, they need to have people that are going to have time to dedicate to a Star Wars project. That Not, I'm going to do this on the weekends mm-hmm. or in between when I'm shooting this TV show and this movie. It needs to be, no, I'm doing this. Yeah. You need to be able to put Star Wars first. And I think that's that's what we've been missing in the past cases. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But I think it's, it's funny that Taika Waititi's project is quote unquote dead. Mm-hmm. This isn't true yet. It hasn't been confirmed yeah. by anyone else. And I don't trust this person as much as I would trust something like uh, someone like Bespin Bulletin. Mm. Bespin Bulletin is very much like I'm going to get two sources for everything mm. that I quote. Or if I can't, I'm going to tell you that. I don't know how accurate this person's information is or anything like that. But when you look at it, why is Taika Waititi's project dead when Sean Levy's project is still going? Mm-hmm. They're in the same boats. They're too busy doing other things. Mm-hmm. Sean Levy's doing Deadpool 3 as well as Stranger Things things as well as I think something else and Taika Waititi's kind of in the same boat but why does why does Taika's project die when Sean Mm. Levy's hasn't even begun putting pen to paper Mm. it just seems like they were focusing in on that on Taika instead of everyone else like I I think I heard this so who knows ever since Thor Love and Thunder though people have kind of turned on Taika Waititi really yeah but that's just the the case of Marvel like he went from the best Marvel director to one movie makes him the worst director ever and that's the reason why Disney's failing (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh yeah 
So, but I think it's it's interesting to think about all these different things with this. Yeah. On a similar note, but different, while Taika Waititi's project is uh, very ambiguous, we're getting more details on some. More has happened on the project called Lando. Oh. And the last month than had happened in the prior three years put together. So we have known about Lando for quite some time. We had it announced at a D23 when they did the whole slide where like Loki got announced as well as the variety of Star Wars projects, Rangers of the New Republic, Lando, all of these different things were announced at that specific event. We step back and we're like, oh, but during the time up until maybe a month or two ago, Hadn't heard all that much. But then Donald Glover and his brother, I think, mm-hmm. um, they're the writing, directing duo that did Atlanta, as well as a couple other projects. Donald Glover playing Lando Calrissian, of course, in in, mm-hmm. in Solo Star Wars Story. Yeah. Very talented director, multi-hyphenate. Uh, on Twitter or Instagram, one of the two. They announced that they're taking hold of the project rather than the original person that was going to lead the project. And so ensued a lot more information than we had ever heard. One, the project's still going, question Mm -hmm. mark. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Two, these two people who are very talented are going to be leading the project Mm -hmm. even better. And then most recently, last few days or so, the project is no longer a TV series. But reportedly, it's going to be a movie. Oh. <laughs> Speaking on Pablo Torres Finds Out, Stephen Glover was asked about the Lando series for the first time since reports of his boarding the project earlier this summer. He said the following. Oh yeah, I can pretty much be like, yeah, we're doing a... I mean, it's not even a show. The idea right now is to do a movie. But, like, that's the thing. Right now, because of the strike, everything is kind of a telephone game. All the information coming out. Hmm. Which is what we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just nothing's clear. Nothing's mm-hmm. nothing's coming out true. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on the Lando series becoming a movie? Yeah. I think it actually stands more of a chance to become a thing if it is a movie. Just because of the direction that I think they'll try and go mm-hmm. for Disney and whatnot. Um, Lando's a character that mm-hmm. has the power to bring people in. Mm-hmm. I feel like Donald Glover as Lando, yeah. I really enjoyed him. Yeah. Like, was one of the best parts of Solo. Mm-hmm. Even people that don't like Solo say that was his, their favorite parts. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good part of things. And to see Steven and Donald Glover on the project together made me really excited. But going from a series to a movie, I think is a much better move. Mm-hmm. I think they can get a much more poignant story and just have more fun with it, honestly. Just making it more concise and not mm-hmm. having to try and stretch it out. Or Yeah, and and giving it the um, legitimacy. Mm-hmm. We always talk about the funnel of Star Wars. On the top of the funnel are the movies. Second below that's the live action TV shows. Below that would be video games, followed closely by like TV shows, like the animated shows. And then we get into the books and the comics and like that's that's the funnel. And then going from, oh, we're we're lower in the funnel to now we're we're the big boys. Mm-hmm. This is a real Star Wars. This is this is the thing that everybody and their grandma is going to see. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with Star Wars. It's such a broad audience. People that watched it when it first came out are taking their kids, their grandkids. It becomes a family moment. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for more people to get exposure 
to Star Wars as a whole. And and generally, like, I think Lando is a character that can hold the screen for its own movie. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, Solo basically became the Lando movie. It did. It did. Like, that was a key part of the whole movie. I'm curious to hear your thoughts about, do you think this is going to be, like, a continuation of Solo? Or is this just going to be its own thing? Are they not going to even bring Solo into it? Like, what do you think? I think it would be a continuation of Solo. Um, Maybe not necessarily a follow-up, but set around the same time of the galaxy. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it would be weird for them to have Solo as a, an introduction point for Lando and then go further back in time. Yeah. I think that would be confusing. Most people would be like, oh yeah, now that it's, this is Lando, this is obviously after Solo, mm-hmm. right? I think that's the clear expectation. Mm-hmm. It's like we're going to continue past what we saw in, it, mm-hmm. in Solo. Interesting. That could bring up a lot of different stuff mm-hmm. i mean just with the i mean technically we don't see lando until the empire strikes back right so yeah. there's a lot that we can play around with mm-hmm. with lando in that time period mm-hmm. yeah that's exciting to see i think that's going to be a really good one if it if it comes to fruition mm-hmm. hopefully it does <laughs> yeah what are your thoughts on it um i think it's good i think it's going to be i i have high hopes that it's going to make it to a movie because mm-hmm. This is a character from the original that, like you were saying, a broad amount of people are going to know and understand. And yeah, I, I'm i very interested. I was surprised to hear that Donald Glover and his brother were mm-hmm. taking the project over. I was like, oh, oh. It's yeah. always interesting when the director is the actor. Uh-huh. I, I always get a little like, okay, but... But he's done it in Atlanta before, and I'd, that was I haven't successful. heard of that. It's a very, very good TV show uh, okay. um, that they both worked on. Hmm. Has then, he done any movies? I honestly don't know. Let me check. So it doesn't look like he has done any movies before, hmm. but he has done a number of TV shows. He was an actor on Community, uh, most recently released a TV show called Swarm, and that's specifically around like fandoms and obsessed fans. Hmm. And then Atlanta, of course. And he's done a lot of voice acting as well. If you watch Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, he would have been the live-action version of The Prowler. He was also in the the first uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Hmm, Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's got a very wide array of of projects that he's worked on. And I, I think it would be really awesome to see him on the big screen as well as taking on that directorial role. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, from my perspective, I think if you invest in the more talented directors and give them the power and the freedom to make something special with an existing character... Mm-hmm. You're going to have success rather than trying to like directly lean on the name. Like if you got got Martin Scorsese to do a Star Wars project, I think that would be fascinating, but it wouldn't make sense. I don't think Mm -hmm. that's why people would go to see a Star Wars project. You want George Lucas was no one when he directed the first Star Wars. Lawrence Kasdan was no one when Empire Strikes Back came out. Richard Marquand, the director of Return of the Jedi, was pretty much no one. These are directors that they didn't have a back catalog. They didn't have necessarily the experience with the big budgets, but they were able to bring something very special when you look Mm -hmm. at Star Wars. Yeah. And now I think you need that refresh. You need that injection of some really interesting directors that are talented. And when you look at Donald Glover and Stephen Glover, they are incredibly talented. 
Well, and it's not even just talent. It's a passion for it. Mm-hmm. It's You need the people who want to do it, like who aren't going to put every other project first, who actually are like, no, actually, we're going to take that over and we're going to do it. You yeah. know, like you need that gumption exactly. to get anything done in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting. I really feel like just in that little, just in what I've heard so far, I really feel like they're passionate about yeah. it, that they really want to do a good job and that they're actually doing it you know (laughs) well i think it's very indicative and i think a gq interview donald glover had said that he's kind of taking a step back when it comes to just taking whatever role he really wants to only do projects that make him really excited Mm -hmm. closely following that in the interview he was talking about lando and like you know this is a character that he's really excited about Mm -hmm. i think he has done the best job i I loved alden ehrenreich as solo han solo i think i think he did a really good job of capturing the feel but lando donald glover he became lando yeah yeah he did like to a t it's exactly what you would expect a young lando to be Mm -hmm. so looking at where where that that began and now looking at the passion that donald glover is going to have for this Mm -hmm. i think that this is the opportunity that they're going to have for something really special in star wars yeah now, we don't know if whether or not it's going to be a Disney Plus movie or if it will be a movie movie or if it could still be a series. Just depends on what they decide to do. This is incredibly exciting yes. to see where they're going to take it. What direction do you think they would go with this? Oh, gosh. I I don't know. Um, I kind of wonder if they're going to bring back the whole, like, villain in solo like if they're gonna like do yeah. more of that what, the crimson sun i yeah, think or the crimson dawn that. yeah i would love to see mm-hmm. that i think we've all been wanting to know more about that and like to see mm-hmm. i could totally see him getting mixed up in that totally like, yeah. accidentally yeah. and then having uh-huh. to like backpedal and like work himself out of it or just get on top of it somehow you know mm-hmm. like well, if you look at it, like Darth Maul would be very prolific in that era because mm-hmm. this is before his ultimate death in Rebels, which leads up after. So, like, it's it's right before A New Hope, mm-hmm. with when that would have taken place. And as we see in Solo, at the end of Solo, there's Darth Maul. There is some there's some key th- things that are happening with the Crimson Dawn there that have been explored in the comics, but I think it would be really cool to see more of that explored. Through the lens of Lando, mm-hmm. like you were saying, having him accidentally go in there would be a Absolutely. really fun it's momentum. It's the only way it would happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he he thinks this this uh, swindle is actually like, oh, it's not a big deal. Super easy target. Yeah, we can totally take this. Mm-hmm. Ends up being Darth Maul. Gets roped into that. Maybe we do see Solo. Maybe not. I think if we... If we did see Solo, I would be happy, but I think I would be more than happy to have it just be a Lando project. Agreed. Either way, if this really does happen, I think it will give more credit to Solo. Um, Mm. And I think that's good. Solo is incredibly underrated. Mm -hmm. Villain, villainous. Yes. It's villainous how underrated Solo is, considering all the different moving parts and how much it had to live up to. It wasn't just... It was the marketing paired with the release date, paired with the internal struggles around that movie that really came to why it didn't really get out all that much. Yeah. 
But I think having a solo style, a Rogue One style Lando movie is exactly what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I'm not all that enthusiastic around the Ray project. Mm-hmm. Ray didn't capture me as a character as much as it has other characters. She's fine. But the idea of a Lando character, I would love to see that. Yeah. And these new experiences, I think, would be really fascinating to see. Mm-hmm. But let's know your thoughts in the comments below. If you're watching this on YouTube or contact at uplinkpodcast.com. If you want to reach out through email, you can listen to the podcast wherever you find podcasts, whether that be Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, all the places check those out and hey if you could leave us a rating or a review on those platforms it would be really appreciated as always thanks for listening and may the force be with you